Are you looking for an inspiring listen? Something to motivate you? You've come to the right place. I'm Dan Johnson, your host. Welcome to Women of the Northwest, where we have conversations with ordinary women leading extraordinary lives. Women telling their stories and sharing their passions. Motivating, inspiring, compelling. If you're a new listener, welcome. We're glad to have you here. This is episode 67. Memorial Day is coming right up. Our guest today is Debbie Little, president of the local VFW. She shares about her involvement in the needs of our local vets. She also is involved in many more community outreaches, one of which is a volunteer coordinator at Providence Hospital, where she was able to introduce Ziggy, a therapy sheepadoodle, to patients and staff. Debbie Little, welcome to Women in the Northwest. Thank you. I'm excited to do this interview. We've been uh, wanting to do this for a little while, huh? Yes. <laughs> I'll, I'll confess. I, I missed our first date. <laughs> and so I had to reschedule. And I'm so glad somebody else's calendar challenge like me. So <laughs> definitely <laughs> not a problem uh, because I think that comes from being a little busy sometimes. I'm not a sit at home, watch TV kind of gal. So yeah. 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 I know that kind of person. (laughs) Yeah. I need to learn to put more rocks on my calendar, not pebbles. What is a rock on your calendar? Immovable. Mm, Like a boulder. Like a boulder. And I put in parentheses rock Hmm. so that I know it can't be moved. I tell you, my hairdresser, the young lady that does my hair, if I ever showed up on time, at the, the right day, I am so much work for her. So right, I'm trying to turn her into a rock. <laughs> that sounds, uh, yeah, because I don't ever want to miss my hair appointment. Because the next day it is so long, I can't I know, it. and she goes above and beyond for me. <laughs> so what kind of things are you involved in? Well, let's see. I am currently the local VFW Veterans of Foreign Wars Auxiliary, Fort Stevens um, president. Mm-hmm. I was district president for several years, but in June, I will become the state of Oregon Veterans of Foreign War Auxiliary President. Oh, you're moving up. I'm moving up. I've, <laughs> it's taken five years. This will be six, the sixth year. I started as a guard and have moved up and um, will be responsible for all the auxiliaries in the state of Oregon. Wow. What else are you doing? Oh, let's see. I because um, I know just one thing is no. Oh, I'm president of the um, Warrington Kids Inc. Recreation Program. Oh, okay. Been president for a few years. Um, got into that after I retired because grandkids. Um, <laughs> I'm president of the Warrington Community Center Board. I got asked to do that, and it's it's an easy board to work with. I have great people that. Help me out. Actually, everything I do is easy. I have great volunteers along with me. Was that one of the things? Oh, Debbie'll do it. Yeah, pretty much, pretty <laughs> much. So, and then I am vice president of the Astoria Golf and Country Club <laughs> Ladies Club. <laughs> so, okay, and that pretty much takes all my time. Yeah, so, I bet there's probably a few more things. Oh, I, like maybe, yeah, you might be doing some snack. Oh, con- concession stand for the auxiliary and the post. We run that during baseball and softball season. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I've watched those kids go from T-ball to now they're, um, some of them are graduating high school. So <laughs> so you got a little connection there. Yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah it's great. 
And I also work part-time for the hospital, Providence Seaside. And what do you do there? I'm the volunteer services coordinator. Oh. Go figure. Yeah. <laughs> volunteers. And I'm recruiting volunteers, if you all know. <laughs> um, yeah. Which is the beauty of this, you know, and we'll put links in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to um to any of those things. So if you want to get hold of Debbie, you know how to do that. Yes. Or and, any of her organizations. And I'm a member of 100 Women Who Care in Clatsop County, oh, which is yes, you are. really, since I am a member of so many nonprofits, the benefit of the 100 Women is just phenomenal. And so, um, yeah. What do you like most about that? About the 100 Women? About the 100 Women. Giving back. I've been a beneficiary through my nonprofits of this community and what they can do for people. And Mm -hmm. um, I, you know, it's minimal. I feel I write a check four times a year Mm -hmm. and um, can give back to the nonprofits that do so much for the community. And I'm seeing some nonprofits that I didn't even know we had. Right. And you have a little ownership in, you know, as a member deciding things. and Right, right. And you get to hear their stories and um, ownership, right, and helping them grow and, and do more for the community. And for me, it gives me a link to other nonprofits in the area uh-huh. that we can work hand in hand with. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. That is another benefit. Yeah. You don't have to write a grant. The nonprofits don't have to write a grant, which is tedious. And, oh, tedious and so time consuming. Mm-hmm. I wrote a grant um for the, I don't know if you've seen the monument in Warrington. Yeah. Okay. I wrote a $72,000 grant for that. Wow. And my first grant ever written. Oh. I know. I got very lucky. I Ooh. took a class at the college, had an extremely gifted instructor, and part of the class was she would read your first grant and help you with oh. it. And so, and she said nobody ever took advantage of that. Let me tell you, <laughs> she got everything I wrote and she sent it back to me and we were successful. So, wow. um, and I've written some smaller grants since then, but yeah, that's, that's, that's really awesome. Yeah, yeah. That was one of my prouder moments. Yeah. So let's, uh, since Memorial Day is coming up, let's talk about VFW. What, how'd you get started in that? Well, my husband is a Vietnam vet. Mm-hmm. My dad is a Korean war vet. My brother is a desert storm. Navy CB. Mm. My son is from is a Somalian uh, Marine vet. Mm. My grandson is an Afghan oh my Iraqi gosh. <laughs> uh, Marine vet, and then I have numerous nieces and nephews who are in the Air Force, and I've all served overseas. So it's kind of heavy in our blood. Yeah, got a little so, bit of a connection there. A little bit so, on all kinds of fronts. Yes. Yeah. And. Bert, my husband was um, a member of the VFW, and he kept at telling me, you need to join the auxiliary. And I was still working at the time, and it was like, I worked a lot of hours, and I worked for the court. So, you know, mm-hmm. kind of mind-boggling, and I kept saying, no, 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 no. And he kept saying, yes, 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 yes. So finally, finally, I said, okay, if I join, will you leave me alone? <laughs> he said, yes. And I said, I'm not doing poppies at Fred Meyer. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing any of that stuff. I will just add to their membership. And then I met a wonderful woman named Muriel Dunn, who uh, is past. Uh-huh. But Muriel and Leroy Dunn were the charter members of the auxiliary in the post that I belong to. I taught with Muriel. Did you? Warrington. Yeah. Uh-huh. So Muriel was, she took away that not going to do anything away from me. And <laughs> She gave me the passion and now it's 
my biggest passion is the veterans of foreign wars. Right. It's not the American Legion. It's, you know, the two are affiliated together a lot. But to be a member of the veterans of foreign wars, you have to have served in a foreign conflict. I see. I see. And so what exactly does that mean? What is, give me a job description. What kind of things do you do? Do I do? As president or just we, and I, when I say we, I have a really wonderful group of volunteers that are auxiliary and post members. We do a community Thanksgiving dinner on Thanksgiving day. Mm -hmm. We serve between 350 to 400 people. We deliver to shut-ins and those that can't get out. We serve um, to go for the homeless that come. We use the mm -hmm. Warrington Community Center. And that's one of the things we do. We feed the community for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. We built the monument in Warrington by the post office. Yeah. We fundraised and um, wrote a grant and got that taken care of. We do buddy poppies at uh, Fred Meyer. And... The Buddy Poppies, the money from the Buddy Poppies goes into the relief fund. And that's when a veteran comes to us and says they need gas. They need groceries. Okay. They, need, they need a hotel. They need some medical. It's a little bump of something. It's a bump of, of some sort. Mm -hmm. So we, we do that. We um, are really active with our youth in the schools. We sponsor the Voice of Democracy, which is an essay contest for high school students. Okay. We um, do Patriot's Pen, which is for middle school. It's a written essay. Okay. Um, those winners at the state level get paid quite a bit of money, and the state winner goes to Washington, D.C. Oh. And can be awarded uh, $40,000 oh, in a scholarship. Oh, so it's worth entering? It is. So we're very active. We're active with the Cub Scouts and the Boy Scouts. We This Memorial Day on Monday, we'll have a ceremony at Fort Stevens National Cemetery. Mm -hmm. And then we will move to the post office and change out the flags, okay. which is part of our Memorial Day ceremony. Okay, We work in partnership with Wreaths Across America and Memorial Wreaths, not Christmas Wreaths. <laughs> That's a big distinction, people uh -huh. think. Uh -huh. But um, Memorial Wreaths we place on every veteran's grave at Fort Stevens National Cemetery. Okay. Uh, we work with the city of Warrington and Spruce Up Warrington in the parade and mm -hmm. fall festival and by manning the concession stand, Fort Stevens, um, music festival, mm -hmm. fun festival. We're doing hamburgers and hot dogs this year. Yeah. So we have our fingers in a little bit of everything. So when you're doing the fundraising, what does that, most of that money goes to what? Most of that money goes to the relief fund to help veterans. Okay. Well, that, that's our goal. But we, the city gifted us a building, it's the oh. old Hammond Library. Oh. But it needs a lot of renovation before we can use it. Mm -hmm. So we are, we are fundraising for the renovations. We need to have the building lifted up and, yeah, and reinforced. The foundation and, yeah. needs to be reinforced. We happen to have adopted a unit from Fort, um, from Camp Rilea. And they happen to be the engineers. So, oh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's a yeah. good partnership. They're yeah. going to come out and help with the renovations when we get there. I need to write some grants for that because that's going to be, you know, it's a building. Is that, that something needs... you can do a, a Home Depot grant or something? Home for? Depot um, renovates more veterans' homes 
Oh, I but see. But Home Depot, we just did a whole new ramp and garage renovation for one of our veterans who oh. can no longer, he needs to use a, um electric wheelchair. Uh-huh. And so just that was like three weeks ago, Home Depot oh, and, okay. and the post members were out there. Yeah. So yeah. we do that kind of stuff. Um, when I know it was a while back, but if you remember when the government didn't get paid, when the... Right, 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 right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. well, when you stopped and... Yeah, because my son. Yes. Coast well, the Coast Guard, <laughs> Post Office, um, Fort, Fort Clatsop, those are all government. So we did a big fundraiser and um, donated the money to each of the groups. And yeah. part of the the fee to get in, I guess if you want to call it a fee, they had people had to bring toilet paper or cat food or dog food mm-hmm. or paper towels or laundry soap yeah, or yeah, yeah. any of that. And we, it was fantastic. And Camp Rylea is a great partner for us. They mm-hmm. never charge me for the use of the Starship. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So that's what we do. Yeah. What have been some obstacles to, you know, making things work or what is? I'm pretty much a bulldozer. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to admit it. You're a get her done kind of person. Yeah. Though. We haven't run into a lot of obstacles. Yeah. We just, um. If you have a plan and you're organized in presenting your plan, and if you if people don't see your vision exactly as you see it, but you take what they tell you and you modify, mm-hmm. usually your obstacle goes away. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, yeah, I really haven't had any. Yeah. So uh, recently, didn't you go to D.C.? I did. Or, tell me about that. Um, March was uh, the legislative conference for all across the country. And Oregon sent a delegation, and we visited each of our legislators at on the Capitol on Capitol okay. Hill. We had appointments with either the con- the Congress people or their aides. Went in and told them what the top bills that the veterans of foreign wars were actively um, seeking were, seeking were the most important to them. There's always what were some of them. Um, the Sharks Bill and the Sharks Bill is you've heard about Camp Lejeune and uh, the, the attorneys that are taking money from our veterans and not really helping them with their claims. OK, uh, they're asking astronomical finders fees mm-hmm. and then they want to take the money from continuous up to more than 33 mm-hmm. percent. And so it used to be against the law. And they couldn't do that. And then the law changed and where the VFW was asking that it go back into effect. And it is on the floor. Yeah. Um, Cutting the VA budget. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. I mean, if you don't want to pay for the veterans, quit making veterans. Yeah. Don't go to war. Yeah. And that's what it comes down to. So (laughs) simple solution. It is. It's pretty simple when you just put it in black and white. So that was another one. And uh, what other bills were they doing? uh, Let's see. I'm trying to remember some of the others. The VA bill was the biggest. Oh, there's a small handful of veterans in the United States that were uh, didn't retire at a full 20 years because they were disabled. They got injured. Right. And so they so, couldn't. But they won't let them take their VA benefit and their retirement. If you're retired, you have a retirement you put no. into it. So there's that bill, too. That Okay. That they get what they earned. Right. And so they were telling them they couldn't double dip. 
But the widow's tax was another bill that happened previously, not this year. But Mm -hmm. um, and also in Washington, D.C., we had the parade of winners, which was the 50 winners. Actually, it was 54 winners because we have some areas where we have veterans of foreign wars and auxiliaries. The kids from the high school that um, won their essays for oh, each state. Yeah, yeah. And they are all announced and they're escorted by the commander and the president of the state yeah. to the stage. And you do a big dinner. They get to spend a week in Washington, D.C. Fun. It, it was yeah, fun. Yeah. It was fun. And some kids that probably haven't even been on a plane before. To, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. So it was very exciting. So that is exciting. It was. Do you have any stories you could share about some of the veterans? Oh, let's see. Um, well, I can tell you, Leroy Dunn, everybody knows Leroy. Yeah. He was everybody's bus driver. Right, right. I know. He drove bus for my husband, who's in his 70s now. So I don't even want to know how that worked. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. Maybe your husband was in high school or something. I don't know. Yeah. But um, Leroy was in the Army, and um, he is the epitome of a veteran that gives back and doesn't doesn't take. Mm-hmm. Um, he and Muriel started the, the um, post and auxiliary here. And just having a love for country and a devotion to uh, his other soldiers. Mm-hmm. My husband is a Vietnam vet. Um, he was in the Navy. And he has that same passion. And he transferred that to me somehow. Yeah. Everybody. He says, I know a gal that could help on this. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. We, um, oh, we just see so many veterans. And we, of course, our organization is full of veterans and we have lady veterans who are in the auxiliary because they didn't serve okay. overseas, but they are still veterans. Right. Uh, Medora Barr is one of our lady veterans. Uh-huh. Um, what, it, what do you feel? A, what are your thoughts on um, veterans that are homeless? Do you feel like somehow... I think that should be taken now, care this of. Is my, well, this is my personal, personal. Uh, I believe some are homeless by choice mm-hmm. and um, others by circumstance. And I don't think we do enough for those that are by circumstance. I don't think that we are utilizing the benefits that we have to reach out and touch the veterans that that need the help. Some, some will willingly come in and if we could find it, a place for them to stay be, beyond a voucher for three days at right. a hotel, that, right. that solves nothing mm-hmm. other than getting in, them out of the weather mm-hmm. for, for a short period of time. Mm-hmm. I think that, and that's why membership in the VFW is so important because it gets, you have strength in numbers when it comes to voting and legislation right. and right. that's how your voice is heard. Mm-hmm. And the trips like to Washington, D.C. to advocate for the veterans. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot we can do at the local and the, the state level. There's the new homeless, I should know, but I didn't read the bill that the governor signed, that all the municipalities have to have a plan in place for the homeless. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure what the city of Warrenton is going to do or the county of Clatsop at this point. Mm-hmm. but. I know that there's many more veterans here than what the population thinks. Mm-hmm. And uh, they don't ask for help. 
Yeah. They don't. So what would you see as a practical way that the community could help? I think that if we had a, we used to, if we had a warming center, soup kitchen that, and I know we're not big, I know we're not Portland, we don't have the capabilities or the facility, but I, we truly need that. But we also need to get over the stigma of homeless and everybody in a neighborhood saying, not here next to me. Mm-hmm. And that's probably one of the biggest stumbling blocks, I think, that the municipalities and the counties have to deal with. Mm-hmm. So how many of them would actually come in and stay? I don't know. But building our new post, taking the building that the city gifted to us, mm-hmm. we're hoping when we can open it, mm-hmm. to have it open during the day, mm-hmm. provide meals. Not necessary. It's not big enough to have a sleeping facility. Right. But mm-hmm. we can feed people. Mm-hmm. We have them a, a place for them to um, use the restroom, clean up, yeah. and just have some conversation with other veterans. veterans. And is that location in Hammond? Good? Yeah, is that a, probably not? It's that, not ideal. You know, it's, yeah, but we but, don't have. Um, but it is what you have. It is what right. we have. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we could work with rideshare yeah. cab companies. Mm-hmm. The transit is up in the air right now. So I have another subject. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea what, where that is going, but we yeah. want to give a home to veterans that they can come in. Veterans don't want to talk to other people. Sometimes yeah. they want to talk to veterans, right? Yeah. but they don't all have a place to congregate. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. our goal. So that's how, yeah. The place to get together, mm-hmm. to be together. Yeah. Have a meal, mm-hmm. gather. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Oh. Okay. Um, all right. Now, moving back to a different subject. Uh, earlier, you were telling me about uh, dogs in the hospital. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me a little bit about that. It's called pet therapy. And Providence, all of their hospitals um, have a program. Ours is called Angel on a Leash, named mm-hmm. after the first dog we had. Her name was Angel. Okay. So it's Angel on a Leash. Obviously, it got stopped during covid right yesterday i had the opportunity to introduce um kathy who is the volunteer and ziggy <laughs> who is our her therapy dog he is a sheep doodle an english sheep dog and a standard size poodle he's just he's big and fluffy and uh-huh. i gave him his inaugural tour of the hospital and the caregivers were just ecstatic. I bet. We went into med surge. We went into um, the emergency department and the lab and the clinics and everywhere. I would guess that Ziggy needed to be trained well. He he did. He has to pass some. We partner with Pet Partners. It's a national program. Okay. And... um, there's training. There's a local trainer. I'm still getting to know this. I haven't been the volunteer coordinator for very long. Uh-huh. We're bringing this program back. But I can tell you that if you have a dog that you think would be a good therapy animal, mm-hmm. the hospital offers a full scholarship for the training. Oh, really? Yes. And they pay... Dog scholarship. <laughs> yeah, it's a dogging scholarship, but it pays for the training. Um, we hold classes between Columbia Memorial and Providence. They have to be evaluated. Uh, they, you know, they have to be non-snapping, non... Non-drilling? Non, well, I don't know about that, <laughs> but he had a muzzle, so... Um, but 
or, or a lead. It's not yeah. wasn't a muzzle. It was a I can't remember what yeah. they called it, but you could. Everybody was so excited. Yeah. Just I knocked on their doors and said, "I have the therapy. Come in, oh, <laughs> everybody." So yeah. I'm hoping to get more therapy dogs. Yeah. Because they can only come every other week and. Yeah, that so. would be good in assisted livings and well, you know, other places. So. Actually, she's going to go to the rehab center in Gearhart because that's part of Providence, and okay. then Elder Place, which is yeah. the senior daycare. Okay. Yeah. And so I'm hoping to get approval through Elder Place for them to have Ziggy come too, because I think yeah. that's, and he will go around the hospital and through the lobbies and, you know, the clinic waiting areas and yeah. into the, he can't go into patient rooms yet, but yeah. that doesn't mean that uh, mobile patients can't come out. Can't come out. Can't come out. So yeah, uh -huh. it was fun. Oh, that's really neat. I, I was yeah. very popular yesterday. Yeah, I bet you were. Well, yeah. Well, Kathy and Maybe I kind not of you. Yeah, but... Kathy and I took a back seat to Ziggy, but you You're know. Right. <laughs> so. But that was okay because yeah. you got the pride of like, yeah. oh, look what I, I did this. I did this. Yeah. <laughs> so, and yeah. bringing smiles to people's faces. Exactly. What's better than that, right? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Debbie, thank you so much. This has been fun. It has been fun, Dan. <laughs> I so much appreciate it. Yeah. I can't wait to see you on the 24th for 100 women. That's right. Okay. <laughs> thank you. If you enjoyed this or any other of my podcast episodes, it would be amazing if you would take a few minutes to leave a review so others can find it. Transcripts are available on my website at jan-johnson.com. Please join me again next week. <laughs>